0: Good afternoon. Here we are today again on a Thursday to discuss with you one more interesting topic in the area and the field of design and art. So, this series has been brought to you by Discover Design, sponsored by JS Institute of Design. Let me explain what Discover Design is. It's a series of webinars to help understand what design means in the domain of space. We bring to you Various experts in the domain of interior design. They may be designers, they may be people who implement the design, and there are people who have whom we have brought in to explain to us other uh, elements which make up and richen our space, such as an interior. Today we have with us Mr. Neeraj Gupta, who is going to talk on Art is a Craft of Expression. I want to introduce uh, Neeraj. With all the kind of work he's done, a lot of his work was seen by me earlier and it intrigued me. Art has to intrigue all of us. And I decided to bring him in here today to talk about what he does, how he plans his artwork. What does he have in mind when he's working on a piece of art? So that's Neeraj Gupta, president of Delhi Art Society. And of course, he has a huge credentials of the kind of various kinds of work especially in the field of sculpture, sculpture and he's done a lot of work with wood, metal, uh, other material as well. I would love to invite you Neeraj to share with us and our participants of your you. work in art you. and how you started doing working on various art pieces but before that quickly. I would like to inform the participants that if you have any questions, please go ahead and put it in the question answer box. And we will take up all the questions at the end of the session. So welcome once again. And Neeraj, please help us understand how did you begin this journey? And tell us about all that you've done. Ah, uh, Thank you, Neeraj. Good afternoon, everybody. And the friends, as I have been asked, through this webinar, I will try to correlate my art journey with the important topics related to various aspects of art. Probably, I mean, that will help the young students who are in design and interiors understand the importance of art in the space designing. Though my artworks and the art titles I will be talking of may not be exactly correlating because the works may be from different series of works but still i will try to give the important message and what is important i try to convey through my those works so the obvious subject to start with is what is art because this is something which has been going on in the various people's minds and I would just like to, you know, start with this important topic, what is art? And then sure, go on to proceed to how art is different from craft and so on. Because not many people understand what is art, what is craft, what is the importance of importance of these two. They have their own importance in their own fields. But since we are talking of art, we must start with what is art. So, friends, uh, I had just introduced my first work of art here. So, a lot of things have been written here. But I will try to explain it through my uh, work of art. So, uh, art is the communication between the artist and the onlooker. The conversation create, created by the artist makes his art meaningful for the human beings of course his whatever he has uh, made this for a particular segment. One thing important here is that the art form should be suggestive only. That I will explain later on how art is different from craft. And it should be capable of multiple interpretations by different viewers. That is why you will see most of the artworks untitled. So that the viewer can have his or her own imagination of what it is looking at him. Art has an aesthetic value and it has been rightly said art is a craft but it is not just any kind of craft it is a craft of expression that I will explain in my subsequent topics and it can take many forms depending on the you know chosen medium. So when you look at this work you may have your own interpretations. I mean, you can simply plot it, call it a colored beam. But when you go deeper into it, the circles which you are looking at it have, uh, have the, you know, have symbolic significance related to mysteries of cosmos. This is what uh, I mean to say that uh, what art uh, means to the person who has created it and it may be having different meanings to the people who are looking at it and the juxtaposition of highly saturated and vibrant colors enhances the aesthetic value and so we have an artwork which has a message and an aesthetic value that's what i said what is art but it is to me you can have your own interpretations of uh, you know this work so, the most important thing is that art should be engaging. When the person looks at the work of art, he should feel like, yes, I must see it. That is the first aspect. It should have aesthetic value. and It should look good so that the person engages with the work of art. And then he should have his or her own interpretation. That I will explain how. So, when we before we move on, may i ask you neeraj you have made a very interesting statement and it says art is a representation of beauty truth and perfection and that you have attributed it to the truth and perfection by god and his creation its creation i would think so would you say art has certain form of perfection is it Man made perfection, or is it a perfection beyond measurement? Yeah, that I mean, that I will, uh, Neon, I will answer after you know this how art is different from craft, uh, then I'll be able to answer you better. Oh. So, this is what Neon was asking, and this is very interesting. You know, when you see this artwork, as I said, while art is way of expressing emotions craft is a work that results in tangible output that is a very basic difference i can you know explain this with uh, you know very very simple thing the first conceived image of ganesha we all know worship god lord god ganesha so uh, we actually don't know is our god like this only so it is an artist's creation so the very first person who conceived the Ganesha in the form we see today. The first person who did it was a work of art. And then later on, it just got, you know, getting uh, replicated into uh, tangible output. That's what I said. It becomes craft. Second, art is often described as uh, unstructured, open-ended. It has no boundaries and craft is generally structured which means it has a certain visible form. That I will explain later on. So, it is easy to replicate craft while art cannot be replicated. That is another uh, major difference because you see various kinds of crafts in the market in INA, Delhi art and you can order as many pieces as you want but you don't have the replicas of original art. replica will be replica. It cannot be same as original art. And whereas the craft attracts the viewers, art moves them emotionally. That is a very fundamental difference. You know, art uh, gets into you and it moves you emotionally. Art is, that is what answers Neon's question also. Art is a result of individuals innate talents, whereas the craft skills can be acquired with experiences among the two artists closer to the aesthetics. So, that's what I, I always said. artist is born and craft you can learn with, uh, you know, with the way you want to, you have to just be with the person you want to learn the thing and you can learn the craft that is always always said that artist is born art is inside usually a craftsman has an idea of what he or she actually wants to create but art is an flow of emotions so that I will explain whatever I have said I will explain with my work of art so this is you know uh, this is an image this is an installation sculptural installation wherein you can see a wooden piece at the wall hanging and then there is a flow of kums, lota, these are all utensils. So, the very first person who looked at this work, he said, to me it looks evolution of civilization from the womb of a mother, that was his or her interpretation. Then another one said, no, 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 no. to me it is Ganges flowing out of the Komuk, that is another person's interpretation of this structural installation. The third one said, no, 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 to me it looks like the mites are running away after eating, you know, the wooden part of a tree and they are just running out. That was his way of understanding how this work of art had impact on. And another person said, to me it looks like artist's beard in a, you know, sculptural installation form there. And then for the other, it depicts the climate change the guts and the glaciers are getting, you know, retreated. So, to him, this empty combs signified the climate change, how our glaciers are retreating because this is what, you know, he felt out of this. So anyway, there can be. that's what I said, that an art form should provoke interest. The viewer should look at it, should engage with it and should have his or her own interpretation of the work which which he is looking at it so neon is this explanation answer your question yes very much and i have many many questions but i'm going to allow you to please explain further as we go on there are many more questions lined up. absolutely so how a design contemporary art invoke a thought process so as i said many of the students of this institute study interiors so I thought that uh, I must elaborate on some topics related to importance of art in interiors and space designing. So I um, mean, this is how this uh, contemporary art uh, started in uh, late 20th century or in the beginning of 21st century. There are so many art movements which are, you know, uh, involved into all this. But the important thing is that how this uh, contemporary artwork should invoke the thought process like in this work which you look at it and that is important when uh, when a person in interior designer is designing his space he or she has certain idea about uh, what he or she wants to do and of course if he has because she he or she has to have a work of art then they must understand that for the person with whom they are designing their interiors should have a a work of art which invokes a thought process in that person. Only then they would like to, you know, have that piece of work here or there. So the work you are seeing here, this was basically uh done for the interiors of uh, Sector urban development of of India, they because they are now focusing on uh, smart cities and uh, all those related things. They wanted to you know uh, have their office interiors, so accordingly, and they have wanted to have a work of contemporary art which evokes uh, similar kinds of uh, feelings. And when you look at this work. Uh, I thought it that it might give a look of you know a smart city when you go from uh, uh, when you see a city from the top you just see the you know various uh, visible points it just gives a feeling but I mean smart means they are all orderly they are all well managed they are all well regulated but in the every you know, viewer can his, have his or her own interpretation, and someone may say that to him or her it may look like a maze. Maze, you understand, Ghul and so on. So that is how that is what is important. That uh, uh, you might be intending to convey a particular message through an artwork, but it is always there that artwork may a a, a thought process which may be different from what has been you know intended to uh, convey but that we will talk uh, more on that later on next yeah uh, I will uh, uh, explain you a little bit more this is a very interesting work of art which was bought quite a time back by a couple who were expecting their child. So I always said like earlier also very important from interior point of view contemporary art speaks emotions and how to understand contemporary art is very important from uh, you know point of view of uh, interior designers and the people who are designing the space. So when you look at this work what it what it conveys to you. Of course, you, I had this in my mind and you can very well they may, uh, relate this work to the story of Adam and Eve and the story of forbidden, uh, forbidden fruit and they ate it, humanity started. That's all. I mean, uh, uh, you all know the story of Adam and Eve. They were not, uh, they were just there that uh, the God had certain plan not to have uh, this uh, this humanity going further, further, further. Because he was anticipating that uh, all the bad things will come, and all uh, we all know the story of Adam and Eve. There was a fruit, there was a snake on that fruit. Adam and Eve were uh, advised not to eat that uh, forbidden fruit, but I mean the destiny was something else. They saw a very small snake, purple color snake. That is why I am adding, I added this purple color to this work. They saw a, and this red, red depicts that apple. That was probably an apple. On that apple, that purple color snake, snake was, uh, you know, it was encircled on that apple. And the Adam was attracted towards that fruit too much. So, Despite being asked not to eat that food, they uh, both of them ate that food, and uh, both of them then got, uh, uh, you know, got into relationship, and this they had their first child, and this is how the humanity started. So again, I mean, the person viewer can have his or her you know interpretation of uh, this work, but contemporary art speaks emotions that is number one and how to understand contemporary art this is important and very important next. So, the next topic which I would like to dwell upon is uh, something of public art because uh, the designing of space uh, is not important from interior point of view it's from exterior point of view as well, and as I'm saying, that contemporary art reflects the life around. How I'll try and explain through my this work of art, the artists of modern era create modern artworks which reflect on social issues, relationships, and life around us. Are, you know, various things, seven essential elements, and so on, so on. That's the, you know, part of it, but. This artwork of mine, which is installed in the central lawns of New Delhi Municipal Council, uh, Municipal Council opposite Gental and is titled The So, I mean, they, it was a big competition. The reason was they wanted to have an increase as in the take value for a huge lawn in front of one of the most important, you know, building complexes of uh, Lutian John and. They wanted to convey a message also. There was two things. One thing, it should increase the aesthetics value really of the whole complex. It has, you know, three buildings left, That are important Y-shaped building. And you are seeing the convention center at the back. And the second was that it should convey, it should be an abstract art. Because artworks at public places should be secular only. <laughs> That is another town which is, uh, I, mean, I don't know what is that but it should convey a message which is important from, Delhi, from Delhi's point of view So and that is important also because you know why I am saying so, artworks at public places are very important from Delhi's point of view. Delhi has so much of migrant uh, population and the people who have come from you know, all over India from different cities, from far off places. So how do they how do they uh connect themselves to this place called Delhi? And who is Delhiwala? That is another term. But these artworks at public places are the magnets, you know, they can be you know they can be magnets. They are the pieces with which they can connect and they can say and when you connect to a particular artwork, then you Get connected to the space, also so they can say, Yes, that is, I am connected to that artwork, and I, mean, I am connected to Delhi. Really. That is one of the most important things related to works of art at public places. So, the message it, it, uh, it, it's titled Resurgence. So, Resurgence Delhi, of course, we have seen grown into uh, such a vibrant city over a period of time and. Uh, the surgeons meant it represents the uh, uh, It uh, represents the relentless spiral energy of the of the residents of Delhi. So those who have you know worked uh, so much to make Delhi like this. So that what it meant the surgeons. Next. Can I ask you something, Neeraj? Yeah, yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Now you are out in the you have reached a point where you are designed where you are uh, presenting an art for public space. would you do it differently if it was an installation for a public space versus something that you may be designing for an interior space? Uh, you, please 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 say that again. So if you were to design an, an art installation for a public space mm-hmm. which I have outside. And uh, would have some other thought process behind it. Would it be different from what you would create for an interior space? Oh yes, definitely. I would uh, dwell upon that also because uh, I have done some works like that also, and I, 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 I would be telling you that. Okay. I would be telling you that later on because I mean that is also in my presentation about one of uh, the works from the central atrium of the IDB headquarters. So what was the and what they wanted, how I did it. I will answer that question there. So, uh, again, okay, I'm from uh, external to uh, the interior space. How does contemporary art evoke your thought process? So, if you can understand contemporary art, it does not mean that you can exactly figure out the concept of modern art. Every, I mean, as you can see, every artwork is about colours and shapes, but it may not be always giving you the i mean the meaning which you know uh, same intention or the idea, so no two persons will get the same notions when they stare at the same work of art. such is the magic of art. This is only art which can create this magic that no two persons will get the same notions. I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying when you're having a group of people, they should all interpret it in different ways. Supposing if I am telling you something about a work of art, so you, your you, you thought, your mind gets directed into a direction, which I am telling you, that may be or may not be what you, know, you are feeling out of that artwork. That is the, you know, magic of the artwork. So, in the artwork which you're looking at here, which has been titled as Puzzle of Life by the Art Critics. Maybe you can, you know, visualize it about the truths of life You can interpret it in many ways. Like, uh, you can uh, see two bridges that understand the various, you know, cycles of life, states. So, again, you can, Interpreted in, uh, you know, different phases of life, and then at the time of aging, and so on. This can be interpretation of one person. The other person may call it the colored landscape, or you know, when you see a valley of flowers from the top, you just see the different, you know, uh, different colors in a particular pattern blooming. So maybe you, you you just you just get the feeling of you know colored landscape so i mean this is how or and again again when from interior and the uh, you know the space design point of view this is important that what 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 you want out of you know where you put the work of art what you want that work of art to do at that place mm-hmm. what kind of you know uh, uh, emotions that artwork should evoke. That is important from a point of view. This is interesting. Figurative art is your next please? Next. So, again, these days a uh, uh, lot of uh, emphasis has come on figurative art. Basically, you know, uh, why to love figurative art? From uh, 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 interior perspective and the space design perspective, previously the the you know figurative art was assigned more with the craft, but now I mean the things have come. Figurative art is an art wherein the artistic expression takes its inspiration from the real life you know objects and instances. Also known as representational art. Figurative art is a creative, talk, a creative take on everyday things and scenarios. It is something that marries the abstract and the realistic basefully. Figurative art is a great home decor option for you to consider. So that's important for uh, interior point of view. So, but in this work of art which you are looking at, and this is a long, long back in the very initial stages, so that was my reaction to when I saw a lady working uh, into her late pregnancy and already having children. despite why she was doing a, such a tenuous work on the construction <clears throat> site. So that's what I said. That, uh, uh, figurative art is an i mean is uh, is a great home decor option for you to consider from the interiors perspective next again i'll tell you uh, what else it uh, you know adds to you uh figurative art can add sophistication to you know your account your casa, current account saving account So, whole kinds of you know your things and Minimalism is uh, what you see. The creative arts, uh, which is being done by artists these days, mostly minimal. So minimalism is what you see is only what you see, and art should have its own reality. That I'll, I mean, we can talk on later on also. But the figurative art is important from the point of view of you know it had can add sophistication aesthetic appeal makes ordinary into extraordinary from mundane to opulence but the work you see here is what you know i had done for Beijing Benale some time back and the theme of that Benale was colorful world and shared future so uh we said to those people that uh, we indians already have in our mythology vasudev kothambukam that is basically the same thing now the chinese are switching over to you know because they have been so much of criticism on their policies and all that so they are you know having to engage more and more people they are now moving on to the theme that we have a colorful world and we have a shared future. So, why this work of art from here to eternity symbolized the same meaning? That's why it was part of that building uh, finale. Uh, next. So that's what I said that uh, the uh, what figurative art can do to the interior is it can be a statement piece in your home it can have the touch of modern and rustic and you know they can fit it anywhere into your home that's that's how the you know creative art is uh, getting a lot of importance in the interior and space designing these days and that's what this work which you are looking here depicts the emotions part of it so when we call it mother and child the lap of a mother, the other one says, No, no, it is Krishna and his mother's mom. So many things can be there, but uh basic thing is emotions, which is very important when you have a figurative art in uh, uh, your know, interiors. Next. So, again, I tried to uh, do little bit more on this. Uh, Idea of uh, space designing. So, I thought uh, let's have some wall art ideas where we can think of how to, you know, how the the students can think of. So, decorating the walls of the home is a very, you know, very important task. And one wrong selection and the positivity and the charm of the whole room, which one will be looking at, will be lost with the wrong selection. So the selection of the artwork for the room is again for people you are designing depends on the you know the family background taste differences. There's so many things I can you know dwell upon those things also in my uh, next slide but uh, uh, what in this work which has been done with pigmented textures. You can see the uh, scenery of natural flowers and plants, promoting the theme of peaceful well-being and the peaceful well-being and coexistence with the nature. Next, so again, as you think of you know wall art ideas to define your home that uh, uh, contain the portraits, line art, female figure female symbolizes beauty, affection, completeness. It can all be in you know contemporary form and uh, representational form, abstract form. A number of things you can do, college art, abstract things. But I mean just you know when I was talking of contemporary portraits, so this sketch of mine is just a simple black line or a, on a plain background and gives a simple yet you know powerful visualization. So again, you know, this is I mean, just to think of various things when you are thinking of putting an artwork, you know, for a wall of your home. Next, again, there can be other, you know, options: creative photography, botanicals, paintings, personalized textures, and so on. There's so many options. Which you can think of again, depending on what is the theme of your interior, what is the role of art you want that work to play, and what thought process you want to go. Like this work depicts the shapes and figures of geometries formed by, you know, splashes of plants and pigments. So, depends what, what's uh, how you are, uh, you know. Uh, thinking of a particular wall and what you wall what, what you want that artwork to do and uh, as I explained in all the previous slides Next, can I ask you to show uh, explain to us some of your work which are following then because it's really very impar- important for us to understand the thought process which you had when you were making these creations so we would really love to hear about that Definitely, in my you know, uh, uh, in my some of the coming works, I would definitely uh, you know try to build upon that, yes. and uh, from you know the um, interior's perspective, now I go to a uh, little deeper into you know core subject of pura aspects of art. So you know this this particular work which you are seeing on the screen explores the bygone metal territory and uh, uses the old metal Mm utensils so i mean uh, why why i why i did this work so uh, long time long long time Uh, we used to live in old Delhi and there was a big the trash market over there, metal trash market. I used to see very, you know, interesting objects uh, when they used to sort out the those metal trash. I used to see important, you know, pots and very interesting pots and very uh, interesting art objects, very interesting birds. So, over a period of time, I collected all those and I had an, you no know, uh, inclination to works of art which links all three forms of art. As you know we have, I mean, there are three art forms, visual art, performing art and literary art. So, I mean, with the various uh, experiments and the various uh, you know, uh, things over the period of time I collected, I'll first, you know, try to explain you what this work is. Why I made it, and the reason, and I mean, because I was successful in doing this, the great institution IGNC acquired it, it's in the Gandhi National Center for Art. So, they understood that, of course, it's a jamin attempt to you know do a, a series of works with old metal utensils. So, this work explores the my uh, you know bygone metal territory and uses the old metal utensils. So here was an attempt at the beauty of movement expressed in terms of human beauty in, in dance. IGNC acquired it because it blended the art and craft. Now what we are seeing is an art form. It's a, it's a representation of one of our classical dance forms, but it uses the craft of our you know ancestors. Knight, who, who made this, you know, utensils and these pots. And, you know, so you have a work of art. It's a visual art. It's a sculptural installation. It's a visual art. It represents a classical dance form. So it has a blend of uh, performing art. And all the, uh, and the engravings on the Kalash in Many of you you don't see here. There is a there is a language. There is a language. There is a you know uh, engraving, carving on each and every of these when you see them. You know closely. So all those engravings have the literary meanings. And many of them have also. Some have patterns. The patterns be you know related to uh, uh, our old ancient mythology that's very really different subject altogether. But what I you know through this work of art I was able to bring all three art forms into a single piece of art. So I mean this is what when I say nature of art is what you want to convey through your artworks. Right. So I am able to explain the Yes, yes. But Neeraj, I want to point out to you: we have questions lined up, and uh, there is one of the art pieces since I've seen your presentation earlier. You, there is one about oh, with the cycle and a lot of difference uh, with a human. That's population. later on. That's later on. Ah. Okay. I was wondering whether we want to take questions so that the you know the participants get some of their questions answered. Yeah, and yeah, Okay. We can talk to them. That last sculpture, which I found extremely intriguing. So, can can we discuss that, please? Uh, and then I'll take the questions for you because they have these are very fundamental questions they are asking, and I do think they want to hear from you what your opinion is on Okay. So, can I uh, request you to go to the slide where you have the sculpture with the with the uh, different. Yes, this is ex- This has a lot. It is full of some meaning. Would you help us understand what this is? I mean, it's so striking. Uh, but we so, the, uh, that's what I said, that artists can, can we, uh, convert day-to-day activity or you know day-to-day objects into form of art. Okay. So, uh, someone said, it is the uh, wala's of Bombay. Bombay, mm-hmm. na, Dabba waala, yeah. or Dabawala, they are I mean, it's... That's what I said, the art has, uh, art forms are suggestive only. It can have multiple meanings. So, the other person can think of, you know, (laughs) like one politician had a look at it and he said, it is just like that we are taking the burden of the whole society with us. Oh my God! (laughs) So... I mean it it can be interpreted, it can represent you know the hard work of our common man, yes, i mean say day-to-day life, so that is the reason why art should be studied, Because, you know artists <laughs> that is the difference between art and craft. Artists can convert day-to-day activity and day-to-day objects into works of art what is exactly is the question please let me right answer uh, thank you Neeraj. this is really you know to say this is the burden of a common man just is the right description because that is exactly what we were feeling and i'm going to now uh, pose some questions to you which have come from the participants and uh, so is is my is my presentation over now uh yes would you like to uh, delve on any one of this other things? Uh, I mean, uh, okay, if, I mean, uh, the I I would like to, you know, one more topic I would like to cover, what makes good art? Because that, that is another thing, you know, which is, uh, what makes good art? Correct, correct. So please, please open that slide also. And after that, we will take the question. Yes, sure. uh, I'll just it? go back. Mm, yeah, uh, one thing, one thing. Uh, just, just stop here, just stop here. Uh, before, before. Okay, let's 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 take and explain this also. So that is also you know uh, very important from uh, designers' perspective also. They always you know there is a discussion: what is good art, what is bad art. But I have always said, good art uh, can work on many levels and is capable of multiple interpretation. It should evoke interest. And it should have multiple uh, interpretations that is my take on this but any people say what constitute good art is it the art which is conceptually unique and well executed is it that which is popular widely consumed unanimously loved? or is it that which awakens your consciousness helps us make sense of some experiences changes our perspective and so on. Or is it that which is so complicated that its execution is reserved for identificate or, or interview, Or is it that which displays an expression that is declared by some upstanding figure in the society, leading others to follow suit in the world? but I mean this is my personal opinion. Art is an expression of human creativity, that's all. There is no art which is greater or lesser than other art is art and every art artist who has created it is a good art. So I mean that's what of course I want why I put this sculpture here is this sculpture is presently in display in uh, British Virginia Islands near Vancouver and the public places in Canada. And of course, it is capable of multiple interpretations. their theme was together so some uh, that's what that's why they you know uh, they are, they are displaying it over there. but some people you know some people have a feeling of immortal moments mm-hmm. immortal moments although some may relate it to the geometrical contributions of our mythology and so on, so that's what. You know, when I say good art or bad art, that is very, you know, uh, very ambiguous. Next, one more slide on this and then we will take questions. Next, please. Um, can we just Yes. So, this is another interesting work which I have done for uh, public spaces. And this is often described as cross-cultural connections and uh, but again it has you know multiple interpretations uh ymca is acquiring it because they have the theme of healthy mod healthy body mind and spirit so they they, they have a feel of you know in this world they feel it's a healthy body mind and spirit blended into one and some people think it, uh, trinity of course it has three elements uh, going together trinity has uh, lot well of mythological uh meanings also, and uh, one uh, uh intelligence agency was also interested in you know having acquiring it because they they uh perceive we have three three kinds of intelligence we have three kinds of intelligence aptitude skills, and talents. So, they could see all these three into this work of art. So, I mean, uh, what I wanted to explain is that no art is uh, good or bad. But, of course, from uh, a person's perspective or from a general point of view, an art which uh, which which has aesthetic value and which is capable of multiple interpretations can definitely be described as good art. So, Neum, please, and uh, now I can take questions. That is really uh, a kind of uh, understanding which we needed to have from you, Neha. Um, so, I'm going to now quickly take you to some of the questions which have come up. One is that uh, I realize that you have done masters in building science from School of Planning and Architecture, and I do believe that understanding material and using the right, appropriate techniques and technology to produce to make your creation must be an important part of your competence as an artist as a sculptor. So there's a question from Brain who's asking, what are the various materials you specifically like to use in your artwork? Uh, I have. Uh, I am one of the artists uh, who has tried to be versatile and who has uh, used marble wood and metal in all my, you know, art forms. So, I mean, this uh, wood and marble are specifically difficult because there you have to go for direct carvings. And it's, it's it's very, very difficult thing to do. But still, I got into a difficult arena. And in the metal form, I mostly, you know, like I told you about that work of my old utensils that particular thing was there right since my childhood when I was collecting all those you know old uh, uh, metal balls and combs and taras. Very, very interesting shapes, very intriguing shapes. So and uh, of course I my main theme was to have meaningful works of art at public places in Delhi. and there. There are only two things which can be done. One thing is marble, which is uh, that, uh, direct carving. The second thing, of course, is the metal casting. That requires all kind all you know, different kinds of skills altogether. So, for my outdoor sculptures, I rely primarily on uh, marbles. And But from, uh, I mean, in different stages of my life, I have experimented with wood, and wood also, you know, that very really interesting. That interests you. It's mostly development of rooted trees, which I have used in my, you know, wooden box. So first work uh, which I did was in the first phase of Metro started, There uh, were a lot of trees, lot of you know. Some of the trees were really, 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 really very, very old, and they were on our roads and wherever I found a good. Old tree of North Indian rosewood, I tried to acquire it and turned it into a work of art. Right. I can almost imagine you seeing the art in that unfinished uh, pieces of raw wood or trees as you see that. Um, shall I move on to the next question? Yeah, please. Okay, so Raina has a question about. What are people preferring in your experience? Do they prefer something which is modern or more traditional human form kind of work? Is there a way to figure that out? Uh, you know, uh, there are two things. One thing is when you do it from commercial point of view, when you are doing it... Uh, for a particular series or a gallery or something, of course, you have to know <clears throat> what is the demand of that particular series. But more or less, more or less, because I I I I have uh, mostly you know concentrated on artworks at public places. So art forms are uh, you know modern. But when I say modern or abstract or whatever it is. How how long uh, modern will remain modern? That is another you know another this is uh, another term. This is very good modern. I mean, of course, there has to be a timeline to everything. So that's what I said. I mean, in my art, I mean, in my, uh, earlier uh, uh, talking also that art forms are art forms. They should have they should be capable of multiple interpretations. The rest is just you know. Just the words, modern and figurative and whatnot. They are just the words. Wonderful. Um, I mean, very well said. Uh, and pro- probably you sound really generous about it. But honestly, if if an art piece is to be interpreted differently by every viewer who sees it, is that acceptable to the artist or to the sculptor? Of um, course. That is the dream of any artist. Wow. If you have... That is, that is, that is the dream of any artist. If you have, you know, multiple interpretations of his or her work, that is any artist's dream. The more the interpretations of that work, I mean, the more successful he has been, you know, evoking the thought process. That is the whole idea of art. That, that is, that's what I mean. Differentiates art from the craft. In the craft, you have. When you are looking at, you know, a statue of Ganesha or, you know, something else, you have a fixed notion. You cannot, if you are looking at Ganesha, you cannot say it is Ram or it is something else. It is fixed. You cannot have different meaning. Yeah. Of course, that differentiates, you know, uh, art. You must It must be capable of multiple interpretations. I think we are getting clearer as we move on with your explanation and that's wonderful to know that. Uh, so now I'm going to be more confident about my interpretation of an art and not worry too much about whether am I thinking correct as the rest of the Absolutely. Thank you. That's great, Miraj. Okay, another question. Uh, does your art normally shape up from a client's creep? Could be a client's creep, such as maybe an art team or an interior client. Mm, normally, 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 I mean, that that is how the artist, you know, uh, grows from uh, his uh, uh, college life to the professional life. But normally, I don't do the commission works, reason being that I am more focused on uh, artworks at public places, and we are really working, you know, to have meaningful works of art at public places in Delhi. And we find no reason. We had a beautiful work, uh, Dhyara Murti of that Gandhi ji, you know, uh, uh, on that Sadar Patel mark. Okay. After that, not many meaningful works of art have come in public places. So, but of course, uh, the question is right that, I mean, uh, when a client engages an artist, he uh, she has a particular theme or choice or you know, the concept that he or she wants this that I was explained and, you know, uh ideas for your you know, wall for your home or for your space designing And that is mostly artists, you know, do it as per your wish. And it is but one thing is that they have to do it. There is no there is no option to when you pass out of your college, it is very easy you find a job in you know, in a, in, a, in a school or something as an art teacher, but that does not make you an artist. To, to become a freelance artist, is really difficult. It's really, really, really difficult. You have to have your own studio. You have to run your family. You know, what is the art scene, so And still, many people, uh, many people try and they become artists, but there are no options If you have a client who's asking. So she is asking for particular subject particular theme particular color scheme. Of course you can have it you can do it you can you can you know, choose from your his or her existing words or, or you can commission the new work right So while we are at it uh, uh, while whatever I'm hearing from you really relates to a lot of things that we do chat, J. S. Institute of Design. Uh, there, we have a whole module on appreciation of art, design, and style because it becomes a part of. There are very important elements to create the finish in an interior. So I would uh, like to just ask you to end this. How to how do you advise young designers to select artworks for their interiors? uh that's okay. I build upon when I touch the topic but yes, i still want there are there are many things there are many things yes for that and nowadays uh, one thing is uh, when I said what is good art, what is bad art so these days uh, we, you know when the client is higher up when uh, he's a rich fellow he 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 goes for the knee he goes for the master's. That no, I want, uh, I want say, I want Raza, I want Thirumetta. Yeah. Though he or she may not be relating to you know the the art which has been created by these masters, so they may be original of faith and, and they had their own time and you know the time is gone. So what I want to advise from, I mean from. Um, for the designer for the interior designer for the space designer that he or she should understand of course the designer has a particular particular uh, thought process in mind when he or she is designing a room or a wall or something and then that has that has to match with the person with for whom he or she is designing so of course there has to be a question answer session. The designer has to understand the needs of the owner at what he or she wants in terms of everything. And if the if the if the person who has engaged the designer, he is looking he or she is looking for an artwork, then what the owner wants that artwork to you know to do at that particular phase. Is it uh, you know someone wants when I wake up I should see you now rich rich colors vibrant colors maybe in abstract forms that gives me lot of uh, energy so of course then you have to go for some abstract forms where there is a rich blend of colors so others might be having uh, you know different views so the the designer first has to understand what the person who has commissioned him or her wants, and of course, if he wants an artwork at a particular place, and the designer wants to put it, then, as I said, artwork should evoke response. It should evoke emotions. That is the that is the right choice. And uh, while at it, I do want to thank you, Neeraj, for really sharing your utmost and sharing with us all the work that you have done over the years. We now understand art, uh, I think, a little bit better, but we'd like to, whatever other questions are left over, we'd love to get those responses as well. We will share the questions and we can then forward it to the people who asked them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, all participants. And as I uh, before I just wind up, do go ahead and uh, respond to the form that we'll be putting up here we have short term uh, courses starting the very next on the saturday as well as other short term programs which we are closing very soon so have a look at it and please, please get back to us thank you very much neeraj gupta and i i do think we are slightly better informed now and we would learn to appreciate art more because ultimately that is what we live for, isn't it? To have Yeah. A life. Thank you very much. Thank you. I could explain what I was supposed to. <laughs> That's, so the artists are not good in communication, not good in oratory skill, but somehow I, I could. I think is also fine. Thank you very much. Thank you.